I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players, and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. I'm Steph Driver, and I am joined by Peter Flynn from Winging It in Motown, the For Sure podcast, and also the Winging It in Motown podcast. How are you this afternoon, Peter? I, I was doing really good. I was I was actually excited for tonight's game, which is, you know, with the year we're having, I haven't really been as excited. Um, and then about an hour and a half ago, we found out that they just sent down Joe Hicketts to the minors after bringing him up for one game, which fans were super excited about and everybody was happy. And now they have crushed our dreams. So other than that, I'm doing great. I need you to tell me more about that because our team, the lovely Philadelphia Flyers, sent down Travis Sanheim yesterday. So we are feeling some feelings. (laughs) I'd love to commiserate. Yes. Okay. So, um, I mean, Joe Hicketts is not like a super high level elite prospect. Um, you know, he's not like a, like a high draft pick. I think he was actually even undrafted. Um, but in the preseason, you know, uh, I know last time you talked to Kyle and I mean, you've seen our team, our defense is not good. I mean, they are, they are very not good. And in the preseason, Hicketts played at least a few games, and I, I, I'm pretty sure it was against Pittsburgh. He played one game where it was against, like, you know you know how in the preseason it's not always NHL talent, but it was, like, pretty much their A team, and he did not look out of place. I mean, you know, he made some mistakes here and there, but he looked, you know, he, he's definitely ready, for you know, to see what he has. And so our fan base has been waiting forever. We've been waiting, you know, like, like we were really upset when he didn't, make, you know, get called up to start the season. And every time a defenseman gets hurt, we're like, okay, it's tickets time. And they finally brought him up. And so he made his NHL debut uh, last night against the Devils. And he played really well. He actually, he laid out Nico. He shared on a, a, a nice hit. Like it, it was hot. It, damn. <laughs> it wasn't like a full cron walling, like, you know, but, but, but he is that type of player. Well, he will, he will go for the open ice hit, which is interesting because he's five to eight, but he plays a lot bigger than that. Um, I mean, he, he was out of position a little bit, you know, but I mean, you know, NHL defenseman first NHL game, you know, you're going to make some mistakes. And I mean, he, he, he looked way better than most of the guys we have playing back there. So, it's pretty frustrating. So I did talk to Kyle about this. What the hell is going on with the Red Wings? And like what is going on? Um, well, I, I don't know if you can see. I, I put this uh, this image up in the background on my TV back here, which is the uh, the Elmo with the nuclear bomb going off behind him. <laughs> I couldn't tell what it was. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I don't think it's, it's a clear enough picture. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, that's pretty much what's going on because, uh, and and I'm trying to remember because I watched I watched when you talked to Kyle, um, and and I, I don't remember exactly what he talked about, but basically, you know, Ken Holland is in his last year, and he has definitely, you know, he's done some good things for the team. You know, he's been here forever. Um, it's not like you know he's like this dumb moron that just messes up all the time. But like lately, like the last, you know, I don't know four years, five years, especially 
he's he's given out a lot of contracts that are not good. He's given out a lot of bad contracts to older players that are too long. Um, he's kind of, you know, given length to the wrong players as opposed to, you know, giving length to young guys and trying to keep the other contracts short. And because of that, we are in just this horrible cap crunch where, you know, and we have Danny DeKaiser for another, I don't even remember how long. It's another like four years, five years, uh, one, two, three, four, another five years. Um, mm. You know, well, this year and then, yeah, one, two, three, four years after that. And, you know, he's locked in at five million a year and he's not a bad defenseman, but he's not, pro- he's not worth that, especially for, you know, to tie that up for five years. Um you know, we got Cronwall next year for just under five. Erickson, you know, 4.25 for the next two years after this one. And I mean, Erickson gets a really bad rap. He's not a he's not a top defenseman, but he's he's probably a serviceable, you know, third pairing defenseman. The problem is we have a lot of third pairing defensemen and we don't have much else right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. And so you're yeah. they're essentially the Flyers from 2010. Sure. Twenty eleven. Yeah, so we, we have a lot of older players. I mean, we do have, you know, you know, you're gonna get to see Dylan Larkin has been having himself a year. Uh for a while he was a point of game player almost. He's cooled off a little bit, but I mean he's still the best player on the team most nights. Anthony Mantha has been kind of he started off the year on fire. He was, he was um, like the way I always like to say it is, you know how um, obviously, you know, w- w- both of us were, we probably have a grudging respect, but we're not really big fans of Evgeny Malkin. We can admit he's wow. good, but he's kind of a jerk and you know, we don't wow. like him. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I yeah. think I have grudging respect for his ability level. And it reminds me of like when he, when he gets pissed and he's like, I am going to, the puck is mine. You will not get it. And he's like a bull in a china shop. Um, Mantha, when he's on his game, can kind of do that. He can. He has the speed to beat defenders around the side, but he can also just kind of muscle his way the net, muscle his way out of the corner. And he was also a really good start. Then he kind of hit a rough patch. I think there was an injury, and the last couple of games kind of seems like he's back on it. And then the other one is obviously we have Athanasiu. Um, we had the contract holdout situation at the beginning of the year, but he is he has been playing very very well lately. Um, not surprisingly, it's kind of correlated with him getting more minutes and getting more minutes with a player like Dylan Larkin as opposed to Luke Wachowski and David Booth, who, um, you know. So yeah. I, I need to ask, how, how did it get to the point with a young player like that where he was a contract holdout? Like, how, how did it get there? This is tough, and this is where – you know, I'm sure you have the same thing where even though, you know, we have, we have some level of access, you know, we have reporters who, you know, like, you know, now we have Craig Custance with The Athletic that will, yeah. you know, actually go in and, you know, actually ask questions other than some of the reporters that we've had that don't really dig too deep, I guess I would say. And, you know, like, it's one of those things where it feels like we don't have all the pieces of the puzzle, but we have enough that we can make some guesses. But the problem is, again, like, we're making guesses. Um sure. It's possible that he was upset with uh, the playing time he was getting. That he um, a, 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 a common concern with a lot of Red Wings fans is that he, um, the younger players, like like Athanasiu especially, if he makes a mistake, you know he's going to sit. Whereas you have some of the older players who make the mistakes and they don't really sit. Um, 
I mean, on one level, there's a, there, you know, the older players, like they kind of already know better, you know, so like there's not really a lesson to teach anymore. So like, you know, you do understand that, but then you have to wonder like what that feels like. Oh, last you year, are speaking yeah. Dave Haxdall's language right now. And last year, uh, Jeff Blashill publicly, you know, called him out in the press and, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a teacher. I was in the military. You know, I've always been of the mind that you praise in public and you criticize in private. But at the same time, I mean, like a lot of professional coaches will do that from time to time. You know, people that we admire as coaches will do that sometimes. Um, but I mean, like that could have been a thing. Um, some people were speculating that maybe he was trying to figure out a way to play in the Olympics. Like, I don't really buy that. Um, you know, that was out there. I don't really buy that very much. I mean, that might've been kind of like the cherry on top, but I don't think it was the Sunday. Um, yeah, I mean, partially it was kind of money, you know, the NHL is, is horrifically, uh, geared toward, you know, against these young players coming off their RFA deals. They have no leverage. Um, you know, they're going to get probably, you know, unless they're a superstar, they're going to get, you know, a two year deal for a million dollars, a million and a half, maybe two. And then they have to prove themselves and then they can get their, you know, way too long deal for way too much money. Um, it's, it's like our system is so messed up. And I think yeah. this really kind of showed that because he probably, you know, um, I don't know, you know, Matt Kane, are you familiar with him? Yes. He does um, like the salary projections. Yep. You know, he projected Athens to be just under about two million dollars and one of the wings offers was supposedly right around there. And it kind of seemed weird that it wasn't getting done at that time. Uh, we, we also got rumors that they low, like, well, I don't want to say they lowballed him. They gave him a one year deal because basically two years would give him arbitration rights. Mm-hmm. Or actually, wait, no, I messed that. I messed that all up. Never mind. Forget I said that. But some, something <laughs> yeah. with, with arbitration and yeah. RFA to yeah. UFA. Yeah. Got it. And, you know, so I think that was probably part of it. I, I think it's probably a combination of all of that. Yeah. You know, mm. that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry you guys are going through that because we had Paul Holmgren who just screwed <laughs> things up for a very long time for us. And I genuinely like everyone at Winging It in Motown. So mm. I'm really like, I'm sorry you're going through what we had to go through. It's turning into a kind of a crazy, like it gets better video. And yeah. then it's like asterisk in seven years. Yeah, except <laughs> then you're stuck with Dave Hackstall. Yeah. And still Andrew McDonald for the rest of all time. (laughs) (sighs) So I've strayed really, really far from the game tonight. That's okay. Uh, We just saw the Red Wings about a month ago. They let Dale Weiss score. Oh, God. I had put that out of my mind. Because they let Dale Weiss score. What, What should we expect tonight? Um, do you have any other players who never score? Because that's probably going to happen. Mm. Oh, your Letera is playing. Oh, there you go. He's going to score. It'll probably oh, be the boy. game. We'll see what'll happen is, is, um, we'll be up. We'll be up in the third and then somehow Luke Witkowski will take a penalty, uh, for something dumb in his fourth minute of playing and you'll score on the power play. And then Letera will score with 30 seconds left and that'll be the game. Is he also going to be the one who scores in the power play? Because your sure, Laterra now plays in all situations. Oh, well, I mean, he, he is that type of player. You know, when I think <laughs> when I think who do I want on my team, like I want this guy on the ice every second I possibly can. <laughs> he, is, he is at the top of my list. That, that is who I think of. You know, me too. 
exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be really interesting. I've actually already penciled this one in as a loss because Ooh. the Flyers had two strong wins against the Devils and the Capitals this weekend. So it, Flyers logic says they're going to lose tonight to Detroit. Well, I mean, this is kind of like, like when you're asking me like how things are going, it's one of those years that it, like, it's kind of hard to be a fan. And I'm not saying that just because like the team's not doing well, like if the team's not doing well, but it's like, you can kind of see like, okay, we're going to have a tough year. We'll get a good draft pick. You know, we'll get the young guys with some, you know, some, some experience, you know, and it would be a lot easier to be saying that if we had like, you know, like I was saying before, Joe Hicketts, you know, we have some other players in Grand Rapids who are either like definitely NHL ready or at least close, you know, close enough to the, you know, let's see what they have, you know, let, let, let's see what they have. So we don't lose them on waivers before they've even played an NHL game. Like has seems to happen every year with somebody. But um, the thing that's tough is like, we're, we're not good enough to be a playoff team, but we're not bad enough to be like Buffalo or like mm. Arizona. Like we're not going to catch them for like first or second lottery, you know, selection or whatever. Yeah. Um, now, so now obviously you, you know, all about being lucky in the lottery. So, you know, there's always a chance, you know, it's like dumb and dumber, you know, you're yeah. telling me there's a chance, but it's like, it, it's tough because we're not good enough. Like, like we're eight points out of a playoff spot, but there's so many teams in between us and the playoff spot that we're, we're not going to make it. There's no way we're going to make the playoffs. Um, and of course now we will, but, but <laughs> so it's like, but I want the team to do well. I want them to win, but then when they win, number one, we get closer to this mirage of a playoff spot, which means that maybe we won't let the kids play. Maybe we won't sell off as many assets as we need to, because like, oh, we're still in the hunt, but we're not bad enough that we're going to be like, have like the best odds or, you know, good odds to get a really, you know, I mean, Rasmus Dahlin, obviously he's like a franchise defenseman. Um, you know, uh, you know, uh, Andrei Svechnikov, you know, we have his brother, you know, Svechnikov is, I don't think he's like quite in that level, but I mean, he's way up there in terms of like, you know, being an elite, you know, game changing player, you know, and we need, you know, we need players like that. So it's tough, you know, it's tough because you want them to win, but then when they win, it's like, oh, but now we're closer to this bad thing happening, you know, yeah. so it's a really hard year to be a fan, I think. Um, I feel that in my soul. So <laughs> when I joined you guys on the For Sure podcast and you asked if I still like hockey, <laughs> there was a lot of that, oh, <laughs> kind of. Because that's that's really how it is here too. So we need a new coach, like desperately need a new coach. Uh, but every win, and they are winning in spite of him, every win brings us just that much further away from Ron Hextall having to make a change. and. They're they're chasing the playoffs. If they win tonight, mm. which I don't think they will, but if they win tonight and New Jersey loses and Columbus loses, we're in third place in the division. Mm. I think right now we're in last or second to last. Like the Metro is insane. Yeah. So there's always the playoff chance and there's going to be until the last game of the season. And Dave <laughs> Haxall will be with us again for the rest of all time. <laughs> 
I'm telling like I, I told you this on our podcast that like I for the longest time because I never saw it written, I just heard it spoken and I knew who Ron Hextall was. Yeah. And I just kept hearing them say Hextall. And I was like, oh, he's coaching too. Like, because I never <laughs> saw it written down and I never heard the first name. I just heard the last name. And so like it's it, it wasn't until like, I mean, you know, it, it's not like I didn't figure it out, you know, f- you know, fairly, you know, shortly after that. But for a little while, I was like, oh, oh, that's interesting. It's yeah, there's there's a lot. You're actually not the first person. You will not be the last person <laughs> that I've heard say that, that they just don't. They don't know that it's two different people. No, there's two different people. They look similar. Oh, boy. They sound the same. And they <laughs> apparently have the same philosophy of having to pay your dues, even if you're super talented. Yeah, I, I we definitely hear you on that. We are we are commiserating uh, commiserating souls on that on that front definitely. Yeah, I, I hate that we're both going through this. Oh well, well one guarantee for tonight is that Luke Wachowski will do something dumb. Okay, I can yeah. absolutely guarantee that Brandon Manning will do the same. They'll probably together because like every every year. Oh, and by the way, if like if you end up watching like uh, any of it on on the the Red Wings feed, I think they they have a clause in like their announcer contract where they have to mention that Luke Wachowski can play forward in defense. Because they say it every time. And it's like, you know, I can play rock drums and jazz drums, like neither of them well, but I could. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that same thing. It's like, oh, great. He's going to be a liability for us on defense or a liability for us on, on offense. This is great. Hooray! Which one is it? <gasps> he has 17 <gasps> games played. He has zero points and 48 penalty minutes. Ooh. Yeah. But, but he has a really big beard. And apparently that's cool now. Oh. Yeah. That's- thing all right yeah. well i wish you guys the best of luck getting <laughs> through the rest of the season i've been there i know it's tough <laughs> where Thank can you so much, the people yeah. find you um on twitter i am at p flynn hockey that's probably the easiest way to find me and uh you know come yell at me um i complain a lot and retweet uh dumb memes so that's fun Hey, me too. Hey. <laughs> and also definitely check out both of Peter's podcasts. They're fantastic. I love all the guys at Winging It Motown. And you're my favorite. Don't tell them. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> Thank you for joining me and made the best worst team lose. Absolutely. <laughs> I <Bye>, Pete. <laughs>